If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hello again and welcome back to the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we believe in the body's ability to heal itself. I'm Brian Strickland, the producer of the show, and if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. We don't take it lightly. We know that your time is valuable, but we would suggest if you learn some helpful information on this episode, and for those of you who haven't already done so, would you please consider rating and subscribing to the podcast on iTunes. But today we have another great episode and in the studio with me as always is Ed Jones. Ed, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, my friend, sitting here and listening to the pouring rain, which we have not had in several weeks. So it's very pleasant and calming. Yes, hopefully it will settle some of the dust and pollen as well. Today, guys, we've got um, a little bit of a different format for you, uh, a little more relaxed episode, I guess you could say. Um, and we're going to be doing a little bit of a Q&A session with Ed about really kind of a random assortment of subjects. But we're going to go ahead and get started. So, Ed, I know that your daughter and we, we do have another staff member as well that is pregnant at the moment. So let's talk about um, some prenatal vitamins. I know that going to, you know, the the big pharmacy stores or, you know, a a big box store, somewhere like that, probably isn't the best spot to get your prenatal vitamins. So what should people be looking for? Where should they buy them? um, And what should be avoided in that process? Well, thank you for that question. And it is such an important topic because we are being misinformed because so many supposed experts are living in what I call the dark ages. What are the dark ages? It means that you you kind of are 10 to 15 years behind and you feel comfortable saying what you've said for so long because it's your dogma that you don't want to risk changing. And that is very safe when it comes to recommending paper towels, but not when it comes to recommending nutrition. And I am hugely an evangelist, especially now that my daughter and I'm also watching staff members and many other people uh, carrying uh, developing fetuses. And the way that those new babies are going to be healthy is what they are exposed to. And and what they're fed from and the nutrition and the toxins and the prenatals. We went out and actually purchased some prenatals from the leading drug stores. And despite the fact that I really believe I'm on the cutting edge, at least in the conversation of nutrition, I was astounded of the lack of purity, the ingredients that are despicable, like colorings and dyes. And believe it or not, talc 
Well, right now I saw on the TV commercial this morning uh, while I was at the gym, you know, the class action lawsuits against people with cancer because of talc powder. Yet they're putting them in our prenatals. What is, where's the, this is nonsense. It's insanity. And so we are, have to be further involved in being our best advocate, our best advocate for ourself and even more so for the developing baby that a woman would have inside. So when you look at a prenatal, first off, don't believe someone just because they have a white coat on. No, it doesn't matter how many pieces plaques they have on the wall. There are I've never seen a time we've had less uh, current information in the conventional medical model than we do now. I believe they actually were more, in some cases, uh, other than the vitamin D uh, story, they were probably more informed years ago because I don't know, the system seems to brainwash and they're getting better at that. Well, the prenatal, what you have to look for, number one, if you have a prenatal or you have a relative who is now taking one, the first thing you do is turn the bottle around and see if it says folic acid. If it does and you want to take Edward Jones's opinion, go and throw it immediately in the garbage can. Why do I say that? Because of the mounting, incredible research that says that folic acid can potentially be harmful. Well, haven't we heard, though, that folic acid prevents birth defects? Yes, it. we have heard that, and yes, it does. But the Caveat to that is only if you do not have a gene called MTHFR, methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase, 50% of the population has at, at least one hit on this MTHR gene. And if you have a double hit, it means that folic acid is going to go down a pathway that is not conducive to your health nor the baby's. Now, we didn't know this stuff 15 years ago, so we can't blame uh, time and history because of lack of information, but we do now. So it's time to grow up uh, children and in the medical field and embrace what you have to embrace. And that is that methylfolate or the word folate is what you look for. That means it's made from food and it's not synthetic folic. Synthetic folic is a no-no. Secondly, you have to look for the purity of ingredients. You don't want colorings. You don't want dyes. You don't want sucrose, which is sugar. And you certainly don't want talc powder. So your options are you shop. You become an informed consumer. There are several really great companies making fantastic prenatals. So do your homework, people. This is important, important stuff. It's actually lifelong important. It's not just temporarily. And then secondly, prenatal-wise, we have to know that omega-3, the DHA and the EPA, is imperative for the developing fetus. IQ, the eye health, the immune system, and the amount that's being recommended is 200 milligrams a day, which is pathetic. My staff member, my daughter, we all focus on no less than 1,000, with the goal being 2,000 milligrams of EPA, DHA. That's what the uh, tribal cultures around the world, if they consume fish and they have good quality foods, that's what they, they uh, intake every day. Iron, we have to have the right amount and you do not have to suffer through the uh, difficulties of prescription and or over-the-counter drugstore iron that causes constipation. You the Again, that's dark age stuff. In good nutrition stores, you can get it made from food 
and they, it has far less tendency to bother anyone. Make sure your health professional is checking your iron levels, your hemoglobin. Do not let that be something that I'll check later. Do it now. And lastly, vitamin D. Vitamin D is actually not a vitamin. It's a hormone, and it produces hundreds of positive effects when it's adequate and creates hundreds of negative outcomes if not. The ideal thing is to take whatever it takes to get to a about 50 nanogram per milliliter level uh, in your blood. If you don't know that level, the dose normally is 5,000 units per day taken with food. But do not guess that that is correct. I have to do 14,000 units a day to be barely minimum. I have other people who can literally be in the sun for 15 minutes and do it. We are guessing. You don't guess with your baby. Yeah. So now that we covered uh, our bases with the prenatal vitamins, um, what about other remedies or natural uh, supplements to take while pregnant? Well, I mean, obviously you have to be super careful about what you take. So are are there any trusted brands or, or any supplements that actually are safe to take during pregnancy? When it comes to the developing fetus, we need to take the stance of ultra conservative. You do not go in to any health food store or pharmacy and start grabbing uh, substances to help you not be nauseous, to help you have different feelings or, you know, if you're constipated or any any myriad of, of ailments. It's really best to journey through pregnancy with as little synthetic or foreign substances as possible. That's why we need to be uh, recommending as much organic food as you can possibly purchase and consume to prevent the glyphosate and the pesticides. However, we know that with or without pregnancy, we all have our days where we don't feel as well. We have a headache. We have a sore throat. We have you know, bowel issues. We have lack of sleep. We have anxiety. So what do you do? Well, it's tough because when people ask me specifically that are in the first and second trimester, I really encourage them most of the time to use practically nothing or some really old fashioned homemade remedies like maybe apple cider vinegar or soaking your feet in peroxide. If you're not feeling well, it's an amazing uh, way to up the oxygen level. It cannot hurt to soak your feet in two bottles of peroxide in warm water. I've seen it turn people around sometimes who are really starting to get ill. And that's perfectly fine in my mind. Again, legally, ask your pediatrician to make sure it's okay. But there is a company called, and I rarely endorse companies, but Wish Garden Herbs. They actually have remedies that are completely researched and checked out for their full safety profile for pregnant women. I mean, we're talking the sleep. We're talking the laxative. We're talking all of this normal ailments that come with living and especially with being pregnant. So Wish Garden Herbs is one I would love to recommend. They're the only company I know that's actually done the homework and done the research to determine that these products are safe to be using. Hey guys, we just wanted to break for a moment and tell you about this week's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Straight Hemp, who strives to heal the world by harnessing the potential of hemp, both in their products and mission. Dedicated to using the highest quality products, Straight Hemp grows their therapeutic-grade hemp plants organically in Colorado. Quality and consistency are important when taking any hemp product, 
but with their subcritical CO2 extraction and third-party testing of every batch, you can be sure you're getting one of the most potent hemp products on the market. Straight Hemp, CBD-rich hemp oil for the body and mind. So let's switch gears just a little bit. There's there's a term that gets thrown out a lot in our industry and has somewhat of a negative connotation, I feel, in, in a lot of uh, in a lot of circles. And that's detox. Could you explain or at least tell us what detox actually means to you? And is it something you practice? Is it something you recommend? And if it is, how would people go about doing it? Well, it's a very important question, Brian, and I don't know, you know, if you remember when I talked to Dr. McCullough and he said the number and it's like we're exposed to 20 or 30,000 chemicals in our lifetime. And we don't really know what each of these does, but we certainly don't know when they are blended together within our body, what happens. And we, you know, live in a toxic world. If you imagine what our environment was, and I'm not saying I would want to go back 200 years, but 200, 300, 1,000 years, I mean, we didn't have any EMFs. We had no heavy metals. We had no pesticides. We had, we had other issues, but generally that came from lack of plumbing and sanitation. It really wasn't from uh, uh, produced toxins. So today we are filling our liver, our kidney, and our fatty cells with these uh, poisons. That's what a toxin is. A toxin is really something that if you had multiple levels more than we have, it could literally kill us. But what it's doing is not killing us. It's killing our health. And, you know, the, the lack of sickness does not mean you're healthy. Most people are walking around in a very gray twilight zone of never feeling their best and having symptoms and just not enjoying life because they're so used to being drab and, and drawn down with energy. They just think it's normal. Well, part of that is the detox that needs to be done. When your liver and everything's full of fumes that you breathe coming in this morning behind the school bus and the glyphosate that's on every piece of food you eat, the pesticides, the water you drink that literally has the chemicals and the prescriptions from the person upstream because it's not filtered out of tap water. Now, you know what? Each of these individually would do nothing to us. We are very resilient beings as humans. We can handle a lot. That's why we've endured all the tens of thousands of years and famines and disease. And we've, we're like, kind of like roaches. We just keep on keeping on. However, it's what I use the analogy of a cup running over. We really don't get a lot of symptoms until the cup is filled with certain uh, combinations of toxins. And then that's when the ailments begin. That's when the symptoms, that's when the fatigue, the chronic fatigue, the headaches, all of the things. And then eventually we start getting the diabetes diagnosis. And eventually then we get the big C word diagnosis in so many people, which is now one in two men will have cancer and one in three women will have cancer. And I've said this before, Richard Nixon announced the war on cancer in 1970. One in 32 people had cancer in 1970. Well, why do you think this changed in the last 50 years? A lot of it's toxins, the biggest part. So we do the best we can to lower our intake of toxins, but the true only goal is to allow the liver to 
uh, rid itself by opening the channels that were normally open in the past, but now aren't. And making this really complex uh, issue very simple is called the P450 system in the liver. This system has uh, two sections, phase one and phase two. That, if it's optimal, could literally take almost any single chemical and run it through these processes and turn it into water. Uh, it's kind of, one of the terms is conjugation. And the problem is our livers lack the ability of phase one and phase two very, very often. And when you do a detox, and what is a detox? Let me tell you what it's not. So many places and, and websites and stores sell a detox. That is simply a way to remove the poop within your body. That is not detoxing people. You detox your liver and your kidneys and your blood. We, at times, might need a laxative, but that is not how you get rid of these deep-seated poisons. They are deep-seated. That's why a laxative will not work. So ignore those that have senna and, and any of the harsh aloe laxatives or anything else. It is a gimmick. So we get back to what does it take? It takes a combination of things. Just to throw out a few words, endo-3-carbonyl, broccoli extracts, cruciferous vegetables, uh, milk thistle, NAC. There's a whole host of these. How do you do this? Well, again, become the informed consumer. I rarely, again, mention a brand name, but I love Metagenics. They make a detox powder that has very complete formula. And in fact, we're going to be listing in the uh, notes on this podcast a link where you can go in and purchase uh, their product. And I think you'll get a 20% off the first time you get it. But it is a wonderful detox that you drink twice a day. They have a 10-day or a 28-day protocol. I've never seen anyone who's done it who has not slept better, felt better, lost weight, had less gas, and other issues. I will make a warning, however. Anytime you detox too aggressively, you can feel worse before you feel better. If that happens, your two choices is to suffer through it or just cut back 50% on whatever protocol you are using, and that generally will let your body catch up. Again, if you are being treated for diseases and taking medications, do check with your health professional. I please advise you to get a health professional who actually is intelligent. So uh, do that before you super get onto a detox. Now, uh, all your fats uh, contain where most of the toxins are is in the fatty cells. The other way to detox is a far infrared sauna or a regular sauna. That means that you superheat the body up for somewhere around 25 to 30 minutes, and then you wash it off the skin very quickly or you'll reabsorb a lot of that. And that is a wonderful, inexpensive way if you have a, access to a sauna. And lastly, for those who have no access in the middle of summer, you can sweat for an hour out in the sun and still accomplish some good stuff. Anyone is welcome to come mow my grass. Uh, it'll do it in a heartbeat, I guarantee Bingo. it. Bingo. We'll just give out your number. and maybe, <laughs> maybe I doubt you'll get many takers. But, but so, and, you know, I'm not going to talk about the common sense of drinking water, blank, 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 blank. But there's a, a good little summary of detoxing, why you would want to do it, and the value of it. Uh, because it is invaluable. Even if you eat a clean diet, clean today is nothing compared to what the American Indians ate and all of the previous people on this earth. So let's go ahead and switch gears real quick. Um, marketing is such an effective tool, and sometimes that's very unfortunate. <laughs> uh, so the next question that we have 
Is it enough to eat yogurt to get your daily probiotic intake? I this may I could make this real short by the by one word N O. It's simply physically impossible to consume teeny amounts of something to make a significant result in the end. And in the old days, again, we're living in a new age. This is not the 1930s or 40s and 50s where we were not inundated for a big part of our life with antibiotics. Once you destroy the microflora, which is the bacteria that resides within the gut, it is... um, it's kind of like the famine that would wipe out uh, like the flu famine that came in 1918 that killed millions of people worldwide. You know what? You just don't rebuild that overnight. And it's going it takes aggressiveness to do this because one is we're losing the battle sometimes as fast as we're gaining. And that is because of glyphosate roundup. Glyphosate was approved as an antibiotic before it was approved as a weed killer. And there's not a food around that doesn't have some, even organic, because of the way the rain comes down and you cannot completely protect a plant. So I told these two gentlemen this morning, I was actually doing another podcast, Brian, uh, across town on a totally different subject. And I looked at him and I said, Dawson, Clint, you don't know it, but you've been on antibiotics for 20 years. Why would you expect your gut to be healthy? And they were like, no, I haven't. I said, yeah, you've been eating foods. And they're not organic, even though organic's not perfect, it's better, but you are full of antibiotics. And it's true. And so when you are, you have to keep adding back the right level, potency, and purity of probiotics. And I really don't see a way other than combining supplementation with cultured foods like kimchi or cabbage or other cultured foods. And if you want to eat a yogurt, it's perfectly fine. It just keeps adding to the mix. We did a wonderful podcast with Brenda Watson, who was on PBS television for years speaking on gut and colon health. And she is what I regard one of the experts on microflora and probiotics living in in today and in this industry. So if you wanted to go back and listen to that podcast on the Holistic Navigator, you will learn the ins and outs of how this all works, because It's not always about what's in the pill. It's how well does it transfer through the stomach acids and how well does it implant? And then how long does it live once it's implanted? Those are very critical issues. And most of your probiotics you are purchasing are not stable enough to make it through the trip. Uh, There is a gastroenterologist named Dr. Chutkan, C-H-U-T-K-A-N, I actually recommended her information a couple of days ago to a lady who need a fecal implant, could not afford one. Dr. Chukon actually advises you how to do it on your own. Fecal implants are the only truly effective way to conquer C. diff, which is what killed my father. And it is a very terrible infection of the colon that causes massive diarrhea. What causes it? Uh, antibiotics are at the cause of 95% of all C. diff. And if you have enough probiotics and microflora, you are far less susceptible to get these things, even if you have to do an antibiotic. So preload, be ready, build your body instead of waiting for some crisis to happen. All right. Lastly, Ed, um, there, I, I feel like you get this question a lot in particular, and that's the timing of supplementation. People are really curious about What's the best time to take my vitamins? What's the best time to take these particular supplements? 
So do you have a schedule that you practice or do you have any recommendations for the listeners? Oh, yes, absolutely. The deal is that, remember these couple bullet points, anything that's not oil, oil soluble will go in and out of the body within probably eight to 10 hours. What does that mean? There's only five, four or five oil-soluble vitamins. Vitamin A, D, E, and K are the main ones. So anything other than that is probably needs to be taken twice a day. I pull all of my vitamins together. I put them in baggies. So I have a morning and I have an evening at least. I will also sometimes have a noon one, but I have to do twice a day dosing because of the reason that I just explained. Now, if you are a poor sleeper and you are fearful of, you know, not sleeping well due to vitamins and do a morning and noon. But something that's going to separate the water-soluble vitamins from going in, doing their job, and then leaving, and then you've got, you know, 14 hours left of the 24 hours with no nutritional support. So it's pretty easy. And then secondly, almost every vitamin can, should be taken with food unless it specifies otherwise. Now, the couple uh, caveats on this, if you're taking something like charcoal or bentonite, those are things that absorb toxins, absorb bad guys in their system. You don't want to take those with vitamins because they actually will absorb the vitamins and will decrease the effectiveness. And charcoal would do that with drugs, too. So that's a other warning on that. But twice a day dosing for everything except for vitamin A, D, E, and K. Those could be done once a day. And omega-3s, that's the other one. Because they're fat-soluble, yeah, you could do them all in the morning if you would like. I don't want to discourage people. If they're really not into this and are just beginning, Lordy, one time a day is far better than what you've probably been doing. So just do everything with breakfast and let's graduate <laughs> when we can. So are you talking about split dosing? So if the serving size is two capsules, you take one in the morning and one in the evening? Yes, most of the things you purchase, uh, and I do highly recommend multivitamins that are two pill per day dosing, whether it be tablet or capsule, because of the exact reason I just explained. Do not try to do one day daily pills because you, you miss the boat on the other parts of the day. So uh, vitamin C, do the same thing with that. Uh, joint support, I'm doing the same thing with that. Most supplements you take, if they're really uh, labeled correctly for your body weight as an adult, would probably require two per day. So that makes it easy to, you know, split that dose up. Now, of course, if it only, if you only need one per day, then you just do one. Like I only do one COQ10. I will say this, anyone over the age of 40 who's not doing 12 pills per day is, will not, in my opinion, ever be in the optimal ranges unless they live, eat, and breathe shopping and preparing their food and growing it. And if you do that, then you don't need many supplements at all. But I don't know of hardly anyone who can do that. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, you know, health is a complex issue and it's also does not need to be overwhelming. You have to find those people on your team. And I talk about this constantly. Create a team that you trust, one that you have history with. That means that even your healthcare practitioner, it, it needs to be a trusted individual, but they don't need to be the nutrition expert. You get different people who have different skill levels and different focuses of their life. But as we journey into growing older, 
It's like a race car. How many times have you seen Daytona 500 with only one person in the pit crew? Never, because we need a crew. And so start working on developing this trusted crew for your life. So good luck to everybody. And do remember that if a doctor cannot do good, he must be kept from doing harm. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen. 